WBNE. Howdy, Yokes. Before we get started today, we just want to let you know that this episode of Bacon and Eggs is brought to you by Camp Green Lake. Come to Camp Green Lake for all of your summer getaway desires. Have you ever thought about just digging a hole in the sand? Now you can. Camp Green Lake, where you can dig holes in the sand and there's deadly lizards. <laughs> Welcome to Camp Green Lake. My name's Tyler, and this is our camp counselor, Ethan. Ethan, tell the kids a little bit about Camp Green Lake. You can go to patreon.com slash bacon and eggs <laughs> and make sure Tyler never does this again. You can pledge $3 a month to bacon and eggs and join the WBE Discord server. And the minute you get there, you can be like, Tyler, stop making me dig holes in the sand. That's how you do that's how you do it. You stop by giving us $3 a month. We need your $3 a month or you have to dig holes. I don't make the rules, <laughs> Tyler does. I'm just the camp counselor. Anyway, have you ever thought about digging a hole in the sand? Now you can. Come to Camp Green Lake, where it was really desert for a long time, and then all of a sudden it wasn't. Howdy, Yokes, and welcome back to Bacon and Eggs. My name's Tyler Carlin. And I'm Ethan Edgehill. And today and we're digging holes. Or maybe we're just getting some yellow spotted lizards. Or maybe we're just building character. <laughs> so watch out for yellow spotted lizards. And carry Madame Zeroni up the mountain. Because today we're bringing you holes. holes. I said both things. <laughs> this movie is directed by Andrew Davis, released on April 18th, 2003, 6,348 days ago on a $20 million budget, made $70.1 million worldwide, got a 78% critic score on Rotten Tomatoes, 76% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes, and a 71 on Metacritic. My negative review says there's too much going on and none of it is executed well enough to recommend by Richard Roper of Ebert and Roper. Tyler doesn't have a positive review because he didn't look it up yet, and we're joined by Mary Clay Watt of That's What I'm Talking About. <laughs> oh my God. I just broke the whole thing. <laughs> It's ready to go. It, we're there. <laughs> oh my we're god! There. I was sick sweating. of not podcasting with you two, so I just made I've the thing happen. I've got a quote from Jamie Russell at BBC.com. It says, "Quote not available." Three out of five. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the thing about holes. Here's the thing about holes. You, Roger Ebert. This movie slaps. Richard Roper. <laughs> Whatever. The other one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Richard Roper's got to be a cop, right? If I learned anything about this movie, it's that Richard Roper's a cop. D is that what it tells you in this movie? Well, it tells me that Sigourney Weaver, John Voight, and Tim... Welcome to the episode about holes, f*** 12. <laughs> 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 oh my god. Our energy right off the bat is just... <laughs> Do you remember that time that Shia LaBeouf got sentenced to 18 months of, like, internment camp labor Look, for, oh, yeah. like... For finding, so, a pair okay. of finding a pair of shoes. Okay, this so, movie had 10-year-old me terrified to do anything wrong. Here's the thing. Right off the bat, for, hi, listeners. It's me, Mary Clay. What up? Um, <laughs> Mary Clay, what up? She's a mainstay on this show. You should know her by now. <laughs> um, um, I'm sorry. Yes, it's me again. Everyone just left. So right off the bat, this movie has two plot holes. And the first is that a white boy would never... Like, I say all this with love because we all know that Holes is a cinematic masterpiece that I hold near and dear to my heart. Okay, but it is. That's the like the, the no, most we'll frustrating thing. Hey, we'll get there in a minute. Hey, we'll get there in a minute. We're f twelve right now. 
<laughs> so, I don't know. oh yeah, okay, yeah. So right off the bat, there is no way that a white boy would be served to eight month, eighteen months 18 of months. juvenile detention for stealing a pair of shoes. If this was his first, if even if they, you know, obviously Stanley didn't do it, whatever. Even if he did do it, they wouldn't send a white boy to juvenile detention for eighteen months for stealing a pair of shoes. He would do like community service. Rory did three hundred hours of community service, and she stole a yacht. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's three times as much as Brock Turner went to jail for. So, who's Rory? It's Gilmore Gilmore Girls. Oh, you uncultured swine! I know. I can't keep up with the dialogue. It's (laughs) and then two. The second plot hole is that so the the movie opens with um, Barfbag going to get bitten by the rattlesnake so he can get out of there. First side note: Why the heck would he take his shoe off? Like, why wouldn't you just take your glove off and reach your hand out to get bitten? I don't know why he takes his shoe off to get his foot bitten. Anyway, and in the background, you can see Zero is already there. However, Zero later admits that the reason Stanley is in camp is because he stole the shoes and threw them over the bridge, which means that he couldn't have been at the camp at the time that Barfbag was there and got bitten by the snake. Thank so the, you for the, coming to my no, so, so Zero's had to, timeline is tough, right? No, it's, Stanley, not, it's not. It's not tough Stanley's at all. Stanley's white privilege talking. is it's that not, he gets more time yeah, through the court okay, process. It's not tough at all. Zero is a, a, a an African-American ward of the state. They didn't send him to trial. He didn't. He just went straight to Camp Green Lake. There was no, like... They, his, his social worker was like, well, I guess you're going here. Stanley got to stand trial and like defend himself, which takes a couple days. They also say very clearly that Barfbag was gone like the day before Stanley got there. So not to mention they also in in, in uh, freaking Stanley Yelnat's trial find like Alex Rodriguez to show up and defend his shoes. <laughs> right. Which is bonkers. This movie had me so scared to do anything wrong. They were like, I'm a, they're going to send me to an internment camp. Like this is yeah. terrible. One of the kids gets sent there because he's stole a puppy yes. because he, yeah he he stole a puppy at least from i like, think that's it yeah from like a from like a kill shelter and they yeah and and no and it was from like a it was from like a uh or a pet smart puppy app. love yeah puppy mill like a, is what i was looking for not kill shelter. well i imagine it was puppy mill and then like boutique puppy store because it was a thousand dollar dog right which are all fed by bad breeders right no yeah i'm with you i also have a quote from empire magazine that says quote not available four out of five sick Thank you, Empire Magazine. Anyway, so um, this movie made $70.1 million in the theaters back in 2003. And it's always wild when I see figures like this because I saw this movie six times in the theaters. Did you really? Yeah, dude. My mom and I saw Holes twice in the same day. It's so good. My mom, so straight up, I didn't want to see Holes because I thought it was going to be a dumb movie with the stupid kid from Disney. Um, and my mom didn't see want to see Holes because she thought it was going to be a dumb movie with the stupid kid from Disney. Um, and so we both saw it and I was like, hey, this movie is pretty good. And my mom was like, right? Hey, you want to go see it again? And I was like, yeah, I'm 10. I got nothing better to do. Let's go see Holes again, ma. I, however, um, I don't think I ever saw Holes not on the Disney Channel. It was the fact that it was even aired on, on the Disney, Disney Channel. I, I never saw Holes on the me. Disney Channel. Yeah. I had so, okay, the yes. digital video disc for it. You guys were not Disney boys. This is established. So correct. I've never I, seen a single episode of Even Stevens. Not so one. So what I can not tell you. One. Is that they, I have like such vivid memories of them. So, so Disney back in the day, um, 
would make like music videos with all of their Disney Channel stars, and those would play like as the commercials. And there was such a long period of time on Disney Channel where you could you could just turn it on at any random time, and they would probably be playing "Diggin' All Oh Oh Diggin'," which I thought they were like straight spitting fire back in the day. And then it's like bars absolutely got my shovel shoes, my shoes full, full of sand, sand. check, check out, out the tag my name's name caveman. caveman yo i had the soundtrack on a cd and it was like i used that that never came out of my my walkman ever i was no, like yeah. whole soundtrack till i die so holes like the dig it up song that made it onto like my older brother's like driving playlists because anything Ben listened to was immediately the coolest thing in the world and like dig it up uh uh-uh dig it was like right next to too fast too Too furious Furious. act a fool by ludicrous like on the same cd this song was the coolest song ever the whole soundtrack is sick no there was a moment watching this movie last night where i was like that's a miss they missed on this one yeah no way I like think, what? I think 10 years ago, it was great. It's still slaps. 10 years ago in 2010, seven years after it came out. Yeah. I just want to make sure we're all yeah. clear on that. <laughs> there was one that- You got like an R&B song. mix of, of of Down to the River to Pray. Soundtrack slaps. Oh, really? oh, which reminded me, watching this movie, I was like, damn, I should watch Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Yeah. Always. That, although this is where I heard that song first because I saw this before I saw a Brother Arthur. I don't. I have zero memory of that song being in Holes, and I watched it last night. Well, you clearly didn't have the soundtrack glued to your CD player. <laughs> no, I did not. I did. I was listening to the Lizzie McGuire movie soundtrack. Instead. I remember. I think, okay, so hold on. Let's let me back it up. John Voight in Holes as Mister Sir. This is the same year National Treasure came out, right? It can't be. Two thousand three. Natty- it's got to be very close, at least. Natty Treasure, two thousand four. Two thousand four. Okay, John that Voight. Please aged hang 15 on. Pause. Years. Pause. Please never in your life again refer to National Treasure as, as Natty Treasure. Natty Treasure. <laughs> the problem with that is I can't spell the word treasure. It's like the word huge. You can't spell the word huge. You do. You do. Um, like five J's and then an E. Literally, never have I seen a satisfying spelling end. for the word huge. Huge. It is a verbal only. Yeah, Natty Treasure. Anyway, yeah, John Voight aged fifteen to twenty-five years between playing Mister Sir and playing uh Benjamin Franklin Gates Senior. Yeah, but it's it, like yeah. um. Christopher Lloyd between Clue and Back to the Future 1. Yeah, which were the same year. Oh, <laughs> oops. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> wild. John Voight just looks so young. He's so good in this role yeah. as Mr. He's Sir. hilarious. I was cracking up. Every, he actually, God. Everybody's perfect in this movie, including- Yeah, like what a star-studded cast, really. Tim Blake Nelson from Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Yeah, the other movie why, that I know Down to the River to Pray from. Why do you think I said while I was watching the movie, I was like, hmm, I should probably watch Oh Brother, Where Art Thou soon. Oh, because of the song. Not because it, I no, forgot Tim Blake Nelson was in it for a minute. Well, you know, I forgot, okay? I'm human. <laughs> to air is human, and I aired. Sigourney Weaver? Sigourney Weaver slaps in everything ever that she's ever Sigourney, done. Sigourney, we, we never forever. deserved a Sigourney Weaver. Dulé no, Hill? Will. Is that zero? No, Dulé no, Hill is uh, that's Sam. Sam! Uncultured Swan. Who is Sam? Oh, the, the I can black fix guy. that? Yeah. Literally, yeah. the pinnacle of romantic expectations in I think every woman's life around my age group. Like when I think of the man I want to marry, it's it's Sam. It's this guy. When he All walks he did in is fix stuff. No, when he walks in and she's crying, which by the way, ba- so back in the day when she's she's reading the poem Annabelle Lee and then yeah. he quotes it or yeah, he quotes it to her. And I remember being like, oh my God, he's so smart. That's so cool. 
Now that I know things, Annabelle Lee is like one of the most basic Poe poems. So I couldn't have done she's it. She's a basic bitch. Okay, but, but this anyway. is like the 1800s. No, but it when, was- when, when he walks into the schoolhouse and she's crying and then he goes... I can fix it. And then they kiss slowly as the rain is falling down outside. And it's a perfect moment right before the racism happens. Anyway, mm. the, the, he, he quotes Annabelle Lee. And, and like, that's that's a brand new poem. That that a just came out. Poem. Poet just dropped that. That's like you coming <laughs> up to me five true. years ago and being like, Uptown Funk You Up. I'm like, man, that sh- hits. It that's does, a brand new Poe joint. Imagine hearing Jesu Joy of Man's Desiring by Johann Sebastian Bach for the first time. You're probably like, holy sh- I was, there's a way to work rap god into these jokes by Eminem. So just listener, just work that in and be like, oh man, what a good rap god reference. Because I got, I know it's there, but I can't, it's not, I can't get it. Anyway, I'm saying Poe just dropped some straight fire coming hot off the Raven and you're hating on, on my guy, Sam, for knowing the words. No, I'm not hating. I just, I was just laughing at myself because back in so the day, me, I remember being back like, it up oh, what distinguished your, individuals. love for Sam, he's literally a snake oil salesman. Except no, he's, he's not. he's not. It works. This stuff works. It all works. Well, yeah. I know it does because we. this is in a reality where there's yeah, like- In the magic realism magic. mythos of holes, all of this stuff is is real. The, the yellow spotted lizards, what are they called? That's what yeah, they're that's called, it. yeah. Yellow spotted right. lizards are afraid of, of onions. What? Yeah. Onions I don't think are... they're- No, they're not afraid of them. The the smell when you eat them like wards them off or calms makes them, them down. Yeah, that social you. worker yeah. showed up just at the right time because if they left that going on and they'd farted out all the onion juice, those boys would be dead <laughs> as hell. <laughs> <laughs> it was his lawyer. It was his lawyer. Whatever. Uh, do you ever, is there anything more satisfying than when the rain starts at the end of Holes? No. That's what I want to Except, know. except no. the rain at the end of the God Shawshank Redemption, Tyler. No, no, no. No, no way more, more satisfying in Holes. What Listener, was you more missed? satisfying than the rain starting is when the warden walks over to Stanley and says, please just let me look inside. And he says, excuse me, and then slams the trunk and, and they drive away. Not like he had a choice. He could, if he was like, yeah, one sec, let me, oh, I don't, I, it's locked. Yeah, this is gonna, this is gonna take a minute. Mm. Yeah, I gotta people are definitely the- not gonna wait around long enough I for just, this to take just a minute. Like, the entire time I was watching this, I was like, "This truly holds up." Like it does. Here's here's the here's the challenge. Connect me, connect kissing Kate Barlow to Stanley Yelnats for me, because that's where I'm missing. I, I don't doubt that it's there, but that's the piece that I'm missing. She robbed Stanley's. Great granddaddy. The first one. Okay. And that's yes. where the treasure that's came That's where the treasure from. comes from. That's the treasure that she stole. Kiss and Kate Barlow's that treasure was the, the treasure end. that Elia Yelnats brought from Latvia. But isn't the okay. real treasure the friendships we made along the way? No. No. They buy the like real treasure a, is treasure. <laughs> he opens a chest like full of- They buy a really like, inexpensive house in Waco, Texas, and with their millions and millions of dollars. What? The house at the end of this movie is like tiny. Well, they're, I mean, they're simple tiny. folk. But they got a pool. It's like a tiny pool. Okay, but compared to like where they were beforehand. What they found millions and millions of dollars in like AT&T stock, right? That's yeah. what they found? Yep. Yeah. What a oh, bonkers. is that what that was? I thought those were like de- like deeds to land. No, that's why the grandpa says AT&T. Oh, I missed that. And when I was 10, I didn't understand what the hell that meant at all. Well, clearly I don't under, I, I'm 25 and I didn't understand I don't think $25,000 in AT&T stock that's been missing for like 150 years. So it's not, years. it's not, it's a, it's like a stock certificate. Okay. So it's a, it's a different kind of thing. It, it, it wasn't like, it's not like a certain amount of stock. I'm not entirely sure how all that works, but like, yeah, there were like OG 
stock certificates. Maybe it was more like akin to a bond where like you, you sit on the certificate long enough and eventually you could cash it in for more money than it's worth. Okay, so this is what a stock certificate is. A stock certificate is a physical piece of paper that represents a shareholder's ownership in a company. Uh, stock certificates include information such as the number of shares owned, the date of purchase, an identification number, and usually a corporate seal and signatures. So I guess if they found them, like from you know 1863 or whatever i guess they still like yeah work. they have to honor every share that's ever been issued that's that's part of stocks right i don't know i'm not a stock trader i just watched the movie holes well <laughs> i tell you one thing i tell you one thing at&t did not uh have their ipo until july 19th 1984 so okay so maybe there are some historical inaccuracies in this movie or it's some kind of different thing i have no idea how any of that works yeah uh though on july 19th 1984 it was a dollar 25 for a single stock. So if they had $25,000 divided by 125, it's like what, 20 grand in stocks? And those have grown to $45,000. Or it was a bond and he meant to say BB&T. Oh. Don't or, Google when BB&T was founded, please. Or, or this is the more likely situation. Uh, AT&T was like, hey, Louis Sakar, we are willing to work on a deal with Disney. I think it's I think Louis. I think it's Louis Satcher. <laughs> Yeah. Louis Satcher. Yeah, he's like an American guy from America. Louis Sakar. Wow, guys. I'm sorry. What is the name of your podcast? Did you not? We spell the name of your podcast. What is the name of it? That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Boom. Yeah, but like we spell Louis. Louis. Louis Satcher. That's that's how you did you not did you not have some librarian try and push this book off onto you when you were in the fourth grade? No, I I voluntarily read read this book because it slaps. Yes, so good. This is the second best book to movie adaptation ever behind uh, Fight Club. In the fourth grade, I transferred to a different elementary school to be in the oh frick, what do they call it? It was like (laughs) ah, what was it called? It was I I transferred to be in like the learning zone, um, which was like smart kid area um and then what now, was the point man just teach us all look at where my potential is um anyway i transferred to a different elementary school and i got there right as they had finished reading holes and like one of the first things i did we did was watch um holes the movie and we had to like go through and write down the differences between the book and the movie and i was like i haven't read the book and they're like okay um i guess just like write down things you like about the movie or something <laughs> The difference was uh, you, Stanley was pudgy. That's it. That's and that's I have a very vivid memory of fourth grade books and movie adaptation projects. This is very important. Uh, we did something very similar when I was in fourth grade. And this was right around the time that uh, Harry Potter was like the movies were coming out. And I remember raising my hand and being like, do you remember in the Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone movie how there was only one Quidditch game, even though in the books there were two Quidditch matches? And like everyone in my class looked at me like in the what movie what are you talking about i have a very vivid memory of this because at that time it was just like vogue to not give a shit about harry potter and i want to know if we can get back to that no dang it <laughs> i also have zero me- I that was a di- yeah i did not go to elementary school with you but that was not the case in my elementary school yeah i was school. gonna say we wanna we went to like see the first harry potter movie for one of my friend's birthdays like birthday party like uh no we did that the two movies i saw at a birthday party were natty Trash and uh, Elf. I really hate Super Smash. I saw uh, a lot of people play Super Smash Brothers on the N64. I did also do that. Yeah. Yeah. And Gold. That was my. That was birthdays for me. Yeah. And then it was Melee when the when the GameCube came out. Yeah. For sure. Um, no, we did that after we went and saw uh, Elf. There was like debates. Is it Melee or Melee? <laughs> Those people were wrong. <laughs> what? what? No. 
It was melee. It was melee, yeah. It always was. So I had a friend in elementary school. This is how in vogue we were with the Harry Potter books. I had a friend in elementary school named Alex, and uh, this dude had every single pronunciation for every single Harry Potter name dead wrong, always. And would oh, like what did, make what did you call Harry's female friend? He was her, he would, my one. Yeah, it, there was something like that. It was like <laughs> that, that wasn't that wasn't a Mary Clay joke. That was a Star Kid Potter joke. By oh, the way, man. yeah, he'd be like, yeah, it's it's Hermione or her Hermione. No, Hermione was ours. That was I, the Carlin house. Yeah, Hermione or or Hagrid or Cyrus Black or anybody. He would have any any. Any name there was, he had to have the wrong pronunciation of it. How do you think he felt going into the films? He, no, he, he would just like, he would take evidence from the films and just like obstinately ignore it. <laughs> I do think that is a, a rare example. I guess uh, Lord of the Rings is pretty similar in that they get the names pretty well correct. Uh, except Frodo. I can't believe they messed that up. <laughs> yeah, Frodo begins. I was going to say, it's going to be... It's gonna be wild when I when I watch the movies and and they're like, <laughs> you're gonna be so mad. You're gonna be so Galadriel mad. Galadriel or something. Legolas. No, that's Galadriel. <laughs> ew, ew. Legolas. Um, speaking of the Lord of the Rings movies, I can't believe that um, we just watched Return of the King t- to cover for this this episode. What? My whole that's the whole y'all y'all know that that's the whole reason that the people wanted me on to cover holes is because I went bat insane on Tolkien about because my theory was that they were going to destroy the ring and Sam was going to be carrying Frodo up the mountain on his back and I was ah. like it's going to be like the end of holes where Stanley has to carry carry zero up the mountain because I, Madame Zeroni curses family. I did not know that. I haven't listened to uh, talking about it in a very why, long time. Did yeah. you? Why did you? Th- hang on. So then, why did you think the people requested me for this episode? Because you I, I like, assumed. I mean, I assumed that you talked about it on your show. I just didn't know why you. What, what also, the, the reference what I was. think, what I think, Mary Clay Watt. I think, oh, Holes fan. Yeah, this just kind of tracks. Honestly, it just made sense. <laughs> I think, you know, oh, what is that girl doing in her free time? Oh, watch his new girl in Holes. I firmly expected you to have strong, controversial opinions on this children's classic, honestly. No, I have zero controversial opinions. Other than that, it's fantastic. What if we came in here and we were like, hey, Holes sucks. So listeners, you missed a conversation where I compared, uh, I said that Holes was uh, the Shawshank Redemption for children, and Tyler was like, yeah, but it's way better. Yeah, I agree. It's just not. You people are dead wrong. I don't understand this. This is, this is, I would go a long way with this, okay? Movies for kids are not better the movies for adults okay they're Here's not the thing they're just not is shawshank redemption is three hours of depression with 30 seconds of hope and holes is i don't know how long this movie was it was two longer hours, than i thought yeah it's two hours two hours um of i pitched this film because i was under the impression it was 90 minutes funny of like funny desert antics not really and then it gets way better as it goes on i just okay so here here's 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 this movie you said this movie is two hours and eight minutes oh was it is it two hours and eight minutes i believe that's what it was yeah i will say yeah as i was watching is two hours and 22 minutes there's not that much of a difference there y'all i don't know shawshank feels a lot longer when you have certainly does when you have you know the the guy killing himself when he gets out of prison and and then the kid who gets shot because he knows what happened to zero could have been shot if the if the people zero didn't they throw shoes over the bridge he would is, have been shot it is the same movie lewis satcher was like man what if they made this movie but soft but extremely soft i'm still laughing at louis sakar <laughs> i i mean for I'm a million sorry. dollars that's what i would have said louis <sighs> why louis though he's not french i don't know how do you how do you how do you how do you i don't know louis 
anyway, okay, so this, so, so Holes is so, I just kept thinking it throughout the movie. I was like, this is so deeply satisfying how they have all of these revolving pieces and stories going on all at once. And it so neatly comes together and ties together. Yeah, like, it does. It does do that for sure. Like Elia Yelnets and Madame Zeroni, that story ties together directly with Stanley and Zero. When you find out that Zero is Madame Zeroni's descendant and the curse is broken when Stanley carries Zero up the mountain and then they find the treasure that Kate Barlow stole because the owner of the lake killed Sam and the owner of the lake is the woman. Gordon's grandfather, which, by the way, let's all say it. I'm tired of this, Grandpa. Let's <laughs> do There's your five five seconds of fame right there. I know, right? Oh, yeah, that's yeah the or the the source of my first viral TikTok. Fun times. Oh, was that? Is so that your? Is that your? Sam viral is yeah, nobody, yeah. though, right? Huh. What? Sam is nobody though, Sa- right? No, Sa- because he died. Right. Before he couldn't he could... have that okay, so as a child, I was very confused why the warden had all those posters of Kate Barlow in her cabin. And it led me to believe that the warden was kissing Kate Barlow and that somehow I, I thought she was descended from <laughs> And yeah. somehow kissing Kate Barlow had survived all these years as some immortal being. I honestly feel like immortal it would have been a little bit better if she was the descendant of Kate Barlow, not the descendant of the random mean the guy who, who makes fun of the guy that can't talk good. That's too damn bad. So did you know that Lucas swim on the lake, but my daddy owns, owns the, lake. the lake. God, never in my life wanted to slap a man. And you could see it on her face, too. Woo. What do you guys think his last name is? Who? Who? Dulay Hill? What? Oh. <laughs> I don't know about the pronunciation of the last name. I know it's Lewis and not Louis. Okay, Lewis, Lewis Sacher. It's Sacker, according to HarperCollins.com. I don't believe Well, I'm going to pronounce it When I was young, Sacher, I was told so. Sackar. Okay, listen to this. Uh, when Lewis Sacker was going to school, his teachers always pronounced his name wrong. Now that he's become a popular author of children's books, teachers all over the country are pronouncing his name wrong. It should be pronounced Sacker, like someone who tackles quarterbacks or someone who stuffs potatoes into sacks. <laughs> like someone That's who tackles That's my dream job right there. And not did the, you know that Lewis, one, the Lewis one. Sacker is also the author of the Wayside School books? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those are, those are good books. Those are I like not very really weird and funny. There's one that you've definitely seen the cover of. It's called Wayside School is Falling Down. It's a, it's, it's a collection of stories. Let me unlock several memories for, chi- yeah, for really grown-up children who, who read these books growing up. Um, they're like collections. Of, they're not really even like short stories. Like each chapter is a different, focuses on a different student. And it's at this like really weird school where they were supposed to build 30, it was like 31 classrooms all next to each other horizontally but they got it mixed up in the building plans and they built it 31 classrooms vertically so each floor is a single classroom and there's something where like the 29th floor doesn't exist and there's one student who wears a bunch of who who wears like 30 different coats and the teacher at one point makes him take all of them off and then when they take all the coats off it's revealed that it's just a rat um there's like uh carolyn dunton on tiktok Right, the Hamantha. Yeah, yeah, just just fifteen hams in a trench coat. 
Yeah. We're on different TikToks. <laughs> you haven't come across Hamantha yet? <laughs> Zero you idea what that Hamantha? is. <laughs> no. What's what, let's see. What's on my TikTok feed right? Because she'll just she'll start with a just like a telling a joke or like a story and then like it's never you never hear her voice at this part, but she just like it pans to her laughing hysterically, imitating a bunch of hams falling out of a trench coat. I but, follow her. I've been following her for a while, and same. I've seen so many hamanthas. But the joke is that like she people keep trying to like buy her hams, and she's like, "No, I don't want the hams. That's not the joke." All right. So on my TikTok feed, we have let's see, a day in the life of a junior musical. The- oh, it it went too fast. Junior musical theater major <laughs> at Point Park University. Um, you said musical. <laughs> <laughs> Three things I used to waste money on before I became an OBGYN. Um, all right, pulling an ingrown ha- hair. That's fun. Wait, hold um, on. So this will be the uh, the hash browns this week is binary reviews of the TikToks on our feed. Um, Man, you're going to pigeonhole me into doing that thing I talked about, aren't you? <laughs> yes, I am. Uh, but, uh, so just to give you a little taste, if you're like, oh, I wonder if the $5 tier on Patreon is for me. Uh, I don't like being on cottagecore. Get me out of here. That's not my vibe at all. Yes, it is. I don't know what cottagecore is. It's the it's the Shire. It's oh, literally this is so Hobbit. your vibe. No. Yeah. So my first TikTok is uh, unboxing Pokemon cards, <clears throat> followed by garlic pressing a gumdrop, followed by uh, an O'Shea Brothers <laughs> sketch. I heard one millisecond of the Chicken Wing Chicken Wing song. I hate that song. God, what a dumb, annoying one millisecond. <sighs> I hate it. I hate uh, it. Mine is, my first one is somebody teaching you how to draw a box with arms on uh, Procreate. I've seen that one. I have no idea what kind of TikTok I'm. Let's see. Parks oh, my and second is uh, Nathan Kessel throwing tea into his uh, front yard. Okay. Okay. I don't know who Nathan Kessel is. So he's the guy that, um, if I, you've probably seen one of his videos. He's the guy that like sits in front of like a five gallon jug of some mystery liquid and like wraps a bunch of rubber bands around it and sprays it in his face. Nope. I don't think oh. I have. Well, anyway, so he's feuding with his neighbor who thinks his name is Ethan, but it's actually Nathan, and he just like <gasps> chucks gallon jugs of liquid into the street, and she gets I'm, mad at him for it. I'm sorry, I just found the best. Like we can all delete TikTok now. I just found the best possible video on TikTok. Send it to me. It's, I need it. I need it for a reason. Send it to me right now. A send it bunch. To me right now. Okay, all right. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna send it to you with no explanation at all. I need it for reasons. It's. It's my. It's my favorite thing I've ever seen. Quick question: Do I need my BJ's membership card on me at all times? Um, no, you should keep it in your car. Oh my god, what an idea. You should keep it in the car that you're most likely to go to BJ's in. Oh, that is good. What about this, uh, hotel key card for a hotel I'm no longer staying at? Are you just going through your wallet? Well, I- This is also a good- ha- Actually, Tyler, keep everything in your wallet. This is also a good hash browns for next week. <laughs> <laughs> you're right, okay, well, I'm hang sorry. on, okay. Hey, Siri, remind me a week from Tuesday at 8 p.m. to do the wallet thing on the hash browns. Done. <laughs> Okay, so if for she the actually listeners. got that right, hold on. If she got the, she did get the date right. <laughs> She's so smart. Cortana could never. Hell yeah, Siri. Welcome. I don't know what to do with the the volume on this bus right now. Oh, that dude used to show up on my TikTok a lot. Let's get back to holes. Um, yeah, you were supposed to be talking your, about holes while I went to pee, but apparently who's you your just favorite drag me instead. We didn't drag anybody. Who's your favorite character in holes? I am a fan of 
X-ray. I was gonna say the same thing. <laughs> what a zigzag. random character to pick. I like X-ray. No, he's just like he's the de facto leader. He's like wise beyond his years, right? And like is kind of a jerk, but not as much of a jerk as the rest of them. Kind of keeps the group together. Gives Stanley his nickname and just like yeah. takes I him do under like his wing. How they accept Stanley? You yeah. Know, there's like, let me tell you about the most anxious feeling of my entire life. Bell rings. Oh right, lunchtime. Oh. Shit. I've got my lunch. Now where do I sit? With your friends. What Did you not friends, have any Mary friends? Clay? I'm sorry. Let me tell you something, Mary Clay. I could be going through the line with Ethan and we would pay at the same time and I'd be like, he doesn't want to sit with me. I have to sit by myself. I have to sit by myself in the corner, but the corner's already that, taken yeah. by the kids I don't want to sit with. <laughs> well, at least you had standards, you know? <laughs> I actually, Ethan wasn't in my lunch. I had lunch with, uh... No, we had lunch together a couple times, once. Not sophomore and junior year. I had third lunch from sophomore year on. I had third lunch... Junior and senior year. We definitely had okay. lunch together because my, we, we that lunch table got rowdy. That was yeah, the one that had uh, Michelle Spitz at it. And, my and Bethany senior yeah. year of high school, I almost took AP calculus just so that I could have the same lunch period as my friends. And then my guidance counselor called me into his office on the first day of school and said, why are you in AP calculus? You hate math. <laughs> And I was like, I want to have lunch with my friends right. my senior year. And he's this like, I'll put thing. you in a study hall that has the same period, okay? Yeah, just, like they should just, just let you pick here. your lunch because that's way more important than the classes you take in high school. Yes, and... And also, so my sophomore year, I go to lunch on the first day. And so sophomores had first or second lunch. And I was in like this unusual situation where I had third lunch because I took math with... Because you were a cool kid. We get it. Huh? No, I took math with like remedial juniors. So I was in like regular math for 10th graders, but our school had like... All of my friends were in the math a year ahead of me. And so I walked in and I had to sit down with, like, there was nobody in this world I respected more at any time in my life than the upperclassmen in the K-Spring High School marching band when I was a freshman Yeah, this is sophomore. true. The idea of Tyler clinging onto the older people was not a new thing by the time <laughs> he became a sophomore in high school. It was a well-established <laughs> protocol left over from freshman year. And... The only people in this lunch period that I knew were Paul Ferris and Gary and his Mormon friends. Gary was Mormon. I get. I think he might still be. I don't know. But so Gary, I. Gary, are you out there? Are you listening? Gary's a hundred percent. I right can tell in. you right now, Paul Ferris might be listening. Gary, Gary yeah, definitely no way is that Gary not. Clip listens to this podcast. <laughs> there is no way in the world that Gary Clip is listening to Big and Paul Ferris. If I get a text from Paul Ferris being like, "Hey, man, of course I listen. I'll believe it a hundred percent." But Gary Clip, no way. He was too cool for me then. Shout even out, we sat Paul in the same Ferris. Lunch. Shut up, well, bud. Man, you're like a wheel. Ha! That's a Ferris joke. Uh, anyway, thank Leave. you for sitting with me at lunch, Paul Ferris. You made me feel accepted in a time where I felt very scared. So, thank you. What a very wholesome moment. How can I ruin it? Uh, also, I didn't know how to use the lunch line. Because uh, I packed my <laughs> lunch for the first nine weeks. And then there was like a protocol to the lunch line. And you like had to know what to say and when to say it. And I I didn't. You had to know that like the first person gives you the first three trays. Dude. And the second person gives you the second five trays. So, like, don't be asking for the first four trays. Like the fourth tray from the first person. Because that's not their job. Or you just pack a lunch. I packed my lunch all the way through elementary school and middle school. And then um, and when I got to high school, mom was like, hey, do you want hot food for lunch? And I was like, yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> no, I just had a PB&J sandwich every day. A smushed for- PB&J. 12 years no not really because in middle school i got one of those um sandwich boxes you where you know you, the where ones. do you put it where do you this is what i want to know i had this problem all through high school all of my friends all of the other kids in school had like a place to put their lunch box 
It wasn't their locker. It couldn't have been because nobody used their locker in our high school. I was just about to put that to, to ask yeah, Mary the same question. Yeah, we didn't. Um, Did you use you your locker could, for anything at all we, in high school? I didn't even have a locker because we, um, um, we, you could get a locker if you wanted one, but there wasn't one that was directly, that was like automatically assigned to you in high school. Um, so you could get one if you wanted, but nobody ever did it because there was just never enough time to go back to your locker in between classes and get your stuff. Um, so, yeah, we had the same problem. We also had top and bottom lockers. In elementary, so. sorry, in, in, in sixth grade at Cape Spring Middle School, our teachers, I remember this, the beginning of, of school, our teachers were like, no backpacks in class. Absolutely not. And then we just kept, we carried our backpacks to class anyway. Like the whole class was doing it and they were like, fine. And I never used my locker ever again. Yeah. I did. Okay. So sixth grade, we had to use the lockers and I remember changing class was nice because we got to talk to Chris and he was an owl and we were hawks. But we all had all our classes what? in the same little hallway. I'm sorry. What is owl and hawk language? Yeah. They just divided the class up They in just half. divided the class into two groups. Basically there was 20 classrooms on the, they, we, like we had our own building in sixth grade and there's 20 classrooms. I think actually there's probably like 12 and the owls got six of them and the hawks got six of them and then there was the band room that everybody shared and that was it that's the whole thing okay my brain is led to believe that one of those two groups was the smart kid group no it, it truthfully it was not no it was it was half the alphabet yeah oh. so tyler and Ethan i were in the front were, half and chris miller yeah, was in the Ethan back half were a through k a through l i think and then yeah. chris was on the other side and you just had diff yeah. you had different teachers yeah but both like the teacher who taught advanced history also taught regular history this was only a thing in sixth grade yeah once we got to seventh grade you just took whatever class you we, had uh, my yeah. um middle school was an outdoor campus so we didn't have yeah we i mean like you technically had a locker in your home room that you were at in like the room? every other day, but that was it. So we had we lockers. We never had lockers. They, they, they weren't even. They weren't no. like. They weren't like locker lockers. It was like a gym. It was like a gym locker in the high school gym oh, where it's just. It's lockers. just like a little cube just to put. I, I don't even know what I had. Oh in there. yeah, I think so, I had like so anyway, extra for, paper. So half of sixth grade we didn't use backpacks, and then we came back after winter break or whatever, and we were just like, hey, can we use our backpacks because like it just makes no sense to have to go unlock the thing every single class. And they were like, fine. And then for the next seven years or whatever I carried around every single book I owned all day all day every day all day every day including backpack. a laptop for all four day. years all day a son. heavy laptop so in, in high school Elizabeth Caps and I always had the top and bottom because Caps and Carlin hmm. and uh, I so would were you her... so did you have a, a top or a bottom I think I typically had the top one. Oh, so um, a top okay yeah yeah that makes no sense then Lizzie Lizzie would have the one next to you because Caps okay, comes before Carlin one. just depends upon the order that they were going anyway the, I would just the give order her meaning on the, first the day. alphabet right but if they were <laughs> going it's arbitrary like, and doesn't have any meaning, so continue. Right. I would give her my locker combination on day one, and she used my locker every day, because she'd have both lockers. She'd, like, put her backpack on one, and then put her books in the other one. Oh my god, what a simp! Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, Did I use sure. that term correctly? That's one I of those words so. that... Isn't a, isn't a simp, like, like when you... Like when a man a guy... who cares for a woman. Yeah. No. <laughs> isn't it like Just a guy despicable. who has, like, no backbone when it comes to women? I gave her my locker. She wasn't, like, beating me for it. <laughs> she would be like, it'd be on day one, and she'd be like, hey, are you, like, last year you didn't use your locker. Do you want to use it this year? And I'd be like, no, go ahead. And We're I would give it to her. We're painting a horrible picture of Lizzie Cass right now. A very, very no, kind no, no, person. She was, sweet no, no, no. she was 100% taking advantage that you probably would have given her no, because the locker. I'll tell you, the only time no it got weird what. was Isabel Cardenas left How our school. How do you remember for... all of these people? We, 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 we went to a very small school. We also had lockers right next to each other. So also, Isabel like, Cardenas. We, knew, we, like, we would refer to a lot of people by first and last names. Yeah. Elizabeth Capsule, Isabel Cardenas. Yeah. She, she showed up and it messed up our locker situation because oh, no. 
It like it like shifted us one more because she was C A R D, I was C A R L, and then Caps was C A P P. Thank you for spelling uh, things for me. Yeah. So she would be like, "Hey, now that Isabel's got like the top locker." can I still have your locker? And I was like, yeah, no big deal. I was, I mean, it, it was, I wanted to carry my billabong backpack around. That thing was awesome. Right. And the zippers broke. I see. I wish I had the opposite thing where we had a school that actually like allowed us to use lockers because I have scoliosis. And every time I went to see a specialist, they were like, Hey, don't wear a heavy backpack around. And I was like, impossible. <laughs> Can't do scoliosis, that. Scoliosis affects you like left to right. This would be like a forward head carriage thing. So you're fine. What? No, it doesn't. Anyway. Yes, it does. My, no, hey, you my, know what, hey, you I can know what show really... you what the curve in my spine looks like. It's not a left to right curve. You know what would really f*** your back up? Digging holes every day? Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand that they were like, They're building like when character. they finally got found out, you know what? It would work. I hate to say it, man. Man, when I was 10 years old, this sounded awesome. Briefly. <laughs> I was like, I would do it for a couple days. Because like going outside, digging a big hole sounds dope. Just nobody telling me I can't do it. Nobody being like, hey, so, don't dig a perfect circular five foot by five foot hole in the yard. What is wrong with you? Granted, I've never dug a hole, but what? as I was watching this, I was, I mean, like, the, I've dug a hole, but not the size of a human being, except for. They had just, I mean, I'm not legally allowed beautiful to, to sand that, out there in the Texas desert. Just some sand. We have wet, so, muddy no, dirt. No, so here's the thing, though. Rocks. Is, I was watching this and I'm like, but really, how hard is it to dig a hole? Like, you, they just hard. have to do one hole impossible. a day. Yeah, a five hard. foot by five foot hole per day. I don't that's know. That's impossible. I think I could do it. My my person on Animal Crossing does it like 5,000 times and <laughs> they haven't died yet. So Take a bad boy, make him dig five feet. <laughs> no, I guarantee you, we can go out. We can go out to the beach and dig five foot by five foot holes and it will be But you can't dig a five foot by five foot hole in the beach. Let's do Yes, you can. No, you can't. I have definitely did that on a family The beach will decide to to not have a hole anymore. No, well, you still do it up by by the the ocean. If you go by the steps, you can. Yeah, if you don't do it up by the... If, yeah, if you do it next to the ocean, yeah, the ocean will come into it. No, 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 no. You're better off doing it by the ocean where the sand actually sticks together instead of just trying to dig. You're not going to be able to dig a perfectly circular hole in Ethan, loose sand. Ethan, I'm going to stop Ethan. you because no I have yes, literally no, on wait. many family vacations yeah. as a child, there has been at least one giant hole dug. And it's oh, yeah. so that has, cool to that jump has in there. vertical 90 degree yes. walls. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 100%. Absolute bullshit. Have you not Ethan, watched the Ethan, episodes no, of Friends where they go to the beach? Loose dry sand. Loose dry okay, sand. Okay, that's no it. We're f- baking an no eggs field trip right now. We're going, going to the Virgi- beach on Saturday. We're going to Virginia Beach right now. You show right me now. a five foot by five foot hole that you dug with perfectly straight walls. Bet. Okay, Tyler, I, you have to do this now. It's much easier than you think. No, it's not. The sand will collapse in on itself. No, it no, doesn't. Sand. No, it doesn't. No. At a certain point, You're not going to dry it. sand to make it a vertical. Yes, you will. No, you're not. It's not yes, Minecraft. I have stood in a vertical sand hole. It's not yeah, Minecraft. Same. Okay. All right, Tyler. Look. Look. Yeah. Look. No. Look. Look. Look at my face. We are There's making ice eye cream contact. And brownies here, though. Oh my God. Look. You need to dig this hole. Okay. If you do not dig this hole, we will never hear the end of it 
from Ethan, and I will never let you hear no, the end of it No, you'll definitely hear the end of me. it. I will forget by Tuesday when he's at the beach. No, and you so have to dig a hole. Where are you going? Send me the address. I will show up and dig the hole with you. I'll be at Holden Beach. Nope, North it's got to be <laughs> by himself with a shovel, his own shovel. My own five-foot shovel. You took X-Ray's shovel, man. So X-Ray's only been there six months, so... Essentially, X-Ray has been there since quarantine started. Yeah, I'd be sick of digging and holes every day by then. I'd be sick of it. Very sick of it. Do you think they dug holes on weekends? Yeah, every yeah, day. Yeah, every day. All day, son. They would have said, they gave, they, they spent like five minutes giving Stanley a list of stuff he has to do. They went over how often his clothes get washed, which never comes up ever. Yeah, you'd think that there would be like a, oh, Stanley forgot to put his clothes in the wash. Now he smells. Yeah, never. No. Nope. But it said, yeah, so if they got weekends off, it would have been mentioned in that orientation scene. Mm -hmm. I would have given them weekends off. At least Sunday. Okay, but you're not a child abuser, so... Yeah. Right, you're not using child labor to find just, your great-granddad's okay, buried just, treasure that he didn't own. Let's talk about all that this movie encompasses. It it has a fantastic romance. It has a, like, mythical legend, um, magical, whatever, fortune-teller person. Um, you've got a commentary on the, like, police prison brutality. system. Well, there's not a And lot of child labor. Here. And, um homelessness and then there's also systematic racism it's also a um western adventure all those kissing kate barlow scenes with her riding on horseback shooting men and kissing them and leaving a lipstick thing on their face Done a lot of things Love that it. i'm not too proud of took a lot of turns see okay that was it one of the songs that when it showed up i was like I don't know. I think they could have chosen a better anthem for her. Give me Dolly Parton right here. Yes. <gasps> yeah. Let's put in some Jolene right <laughs> over there. <laughs> <laughs> or or just a stumble out of bed and I tumble to the kitchen, pour myself a cup of ambition. <laughs> you gotta think like this is 2003. Miranda Lambert doesn't exist yet. Like that whole that whole genre that was relying on just oh, Dolly man. Parton, so that she was busy. And she delivered. Well, let's talk about what a what a speaking of natty treasures. Oh, I literally just... Yeah, you said it. <laughs> I hate it. You're from Richmond. Dolly Bust Parton. out on Natty Bow real quick. What are you drinking? Natty Bow? I don't know what that is. That's not a Richmond Get thing. Yes, it is. No, it's, it's not. a Natty Richmond Baltimore Bo. thing. It's no, there's no Richmond Baltimore thing. That was just Chase. I have there zero was a store idea. in Richmond called Natty Bow. I have zero idea what this is. What yeah, is this? it wasn't spelled the same. What? Anyway, national is it national? National. National Bohemian. National Bohemian. Oh, is it a bad no, beer? I have zero idea bad beer they make in Baltimore. I don't like beer. And uh, well, I mean everybody likes beer. No. I if I'm drink if I'm drinking a like beer beer you know that I don't care about what happens to my brain that night so, I'm done. Speaking of not caring about what happens to your brain that night, seeing you <laughs> has the gone. What's great transition? Seeing you has gone digital for homecoming, which is smart. Just cancel it. Just can't, nobody cares about okay, homecoming. See, but here's the thing. Cancel it. Is having a virtual homecoming just means that there is zero, like, oh, cool. So I'm going to drink by myself in my home. It's, this is definitely not any different from what I've already been doing the past six months. But you months. get to put on a Zoom call. Yeah, let me tell you what Again, I'm going to be doing the weekend different. Know from college. Let me tell you what I'm going to be doing the weekend of virtual homecoming. Anything else. Literally anything else. So you're telling me if I have a homecoming party at my house for you and me. That you defeats come. the f 
purpose of it being virtual, Tyler? No, because now there's not a truck right next to us of Pike alums, like, playing beer pong on my on my cornhole No, literally, set. I would rather just be like, hey, Ethan, come over, let's play Halo. Like, yes. it sounds like more fun than attending a virtual homecoming Zoom event and watching, if they play a football game, watching it on, like, the freaking- The worst camera. Yeah, the worst camera ever. One, one camera angle on a Logitech. Yeah. <laughs> But I think one of my favorite things to come out of this apocalyptic year that we're in are the pictures of um, college mascots wearing masks. <laughs> so every asinine. every time they posted a, a damn picture of Captain Chris wearing a mask, I just want I just scream. Did you see the picture of Miss Linda and the, the other students place. not wearing uh, masks together? Oh, I have not. But they were like holding their masks me. in their hand. I mean, JMU has five. They've already sent their students home. They have 500 cases. Yeah, good. They should have never opened. Hundred. Yeah, they have 500 positive cases. So we were getting. So oh, you I'll clearly be, don't follow. You. you clearly don't follow uh, like COVID 20 your COVID 19 2020 college uh, bingo board TikTok. <laughs> because oh, I, I do. Bet, I've, I've arrived there a few times. Ah. Uh, I was getting to the point with COVID where I was like, oh, I don't know if it's as bad as they say it is. And then I saw the report of like annual deaths predicted versus actual. And I was like, oh, this is this is hell. This is I the literally, worst thing that's I saw a happened. tweet that was going on yesterday. This dude that was like, back in June, I got COVID-19 and told this whole long story and was like, it almost killed me. Like I was in the emergency room. I was on a ventilator for a while. Somehow I made it out alive. You know, my, my daughter still get to have a father. And then he finished the tweet by going, yeah, it's still a hoax though. Don't wear your mask. Like COVID-19 sucks. If you get it, it's bad. Some people are going to die, but it shouldn't prevent other people from living a good life. I was like, dog, you literally said earlier in this tweet, like it almost made an orphan of my daughters. Did you pop in like, pardon me, are you Aaron Burr, sir? Pardon me, are you the dumbest human to ever live, sir? That depends. Who's asking? (laughs) Me. (laughs) Me is asking. No. I love uh, Hamilton, uh, like, soundboard TikTok. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Same. It's the best. Thomas... Where have you been? Uh, I'm, I'm in, the in the cabinet. Can you get out? No. They really did. They did a service. It, they, it, they had to be planning. When Lin-Manuel Miranda wrote and recorded Hamilton, they had to be planning for TikTok. For, for <laughs> no, Leslie Odom no. Jr. to just go, no. <laughs> Without any other sound going on behind it. Pardon me. Are you Because like, they, they stopped the song for no. him to go, no. What else is in the room? <laughs> oh, So how are you guys? Let's just check in real quick. How's everybody? Terrible. Thanks for asking. How's it going, Mary Clay? You okay over there? How about you, Ethan? (laughs) What? Tyler asked how you are. Oh, how are um, you? I've had a migraine for five days, which is great. I hate that for you. Yeah. Have you tried drinking yeah, water? What's that? Have you tried hydration? Uh, yes, I've tried hydration. I've tried a lot of things. No, it um, it's extremely back possible back that I just have, have a giant tried, brain aneurysm, which is not going to be good. Hydrangeas. I have not ha- tried hydrangeas. Um, I, I do feel better. Not 100% better, but better. Um, I think that's why I have so much manic energy right now, because I feel like a person for the first time since Sunday. How mad at me are you going to be if you go to Lowe's this weekend to pick up some, you know, like a improvement supplies and you look at the hydrangeas and you're like now yeah, what the heck and then you feel better like right away i mean i would blame it on on coach lewis tucker before i blame it on you <laughs> hydrangeas are a recurring plot point in my other podcast late to the party so uh real talk 
I would encourage you, if you haven't already, to go get a COVID-19 test, Ethan, if you've had a headache for six days. Yeah. So here's my thing. Um, I have no other symptoms whatsoever. And if the worst it's going to do is throw me with a six-day headache that's getting better, then I just had COVID and I'm fine without them sticking a needle in my brain. Okay. All right. Just stay. Just stay home. Just don't yep, no, I go am. anywhere. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm not okay, going anywhere. Good. Doing anything. Okay, I'm good. staying home. All right. That can. But if you do need immensely. to get some apartment improvement supplies, might I suggest hydrangeas? Uh, they will die. I don't have enough natural light in this apartment for like proper plants. I um just bought a new pot to rehome one of my plants that is like growing over the pot, and it's too big for my windowsill, and I don't know what to do now. <laughs> How old were you? I was I was probably 14. How old were you when it went from being Windows Seal to Windows Sill, like Sill being its own word? Um, Zero. The I first time English I heard someone way. say Window Sill. No. Because <laughs> yeah. it seals the window. But it so doesn't. Like, no. That's, the, that's the, the window that just... <laughs> the airlock. If your windows are going... <laughs> Then maybe you did have a window seal. My windows just go. My windows don't open where I live currently. All That's of my a open. crime. Well, I'm also on the first floor in a residential neighborhood, so I don't it's think like still a crime. I'm gonna, you know, I, think I have that's a preventing fire. A crime, actually. I have a fire escape. You know, I can. It's called. It's called breaking the window. So, but you don't. Right, but you shouldn't. You're not supposed to legally have to break the window. Your windows have to open. I understand all the legalities of like rentals. That like I lived in an apartment. You should call your landlord and be like, "Hey, you're breaking the law. I demand." You should call your landlord and be like, "Hey, my windows." Don't open. Okay, well, also, I'm never going to open those windows because there aren't any screens on them. You should and call your landlord get... and be like, pardon me, my lord. No. My windows um, also don't have screens in this apartment, but I have screens that I put in the windows. I would just get so many bugs in my room. And I attract, like, I, when I say I attract mosquitoes, I mean, like, they flock to me like a magnet. Like, that sucks. Yeah. Uh, How does it feel to be hated by God? Do you think that vampires feel this way about you as well? Is it the skin that they like to puncture or is it the blood that they like to drink? I think it's my blood. Vampires aren't real. I mean, my blood is like 50% alcohol, 50% caffeine at any given point, so. 99% And yet I'm the one with the six day long headache. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, um, so my favorite thing that happens when I start hydrating myself, I'll be like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna like skip a cup of coffee today i'm just gonna have water you know and coffee and water are like the same thing right half an hour no, later not. i have a stabbing headache and i say screw this give me some caffeine oh by the way i so i almost just dropped an f-bomb i say having already dropped 20 in this episode so far <laughs> i noticed that stanley shia labeouf nearly dropped one in this I movie do. the captions when, saved me the captions yeah, yeah. when um uh, Mr. Sir like points the gun at him to shoot the lizard behind him. He almost goes, "Oh, f-. <laughs> yeah!" And he just goes, "Oh," f-. and it like so sizzles out. Full on Disney Plus Ham- Hamilton censorship Whoops. here. No, I don't think. No, no, I don't think he would no, have I know, been able. It was a Disney movie. He wouldn't have been able to say fuck. Right. That's what I'm saying. This is the thing they left in Hamilton. Was Liv what? going, "Oh, fuck." That's also <laughs> in the soundtrack too. He, he never, never has the. Yes, I know. That's yeah. the one they left in. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. My favorite is when you listen to a demo or whatever, and he just does it. He just does the hard CK in the like first couple demos or whatever versions of it. He's just like, "Oh, fuck. the demos are wild." <laughs> 
are, I have to say, so, so I'm not a fan of Hamilton TikTok. However, I am a fan of Gen Z kids making fun of Lin-Manuel Miranda TikTok. And I love, like, look, Lin is great. He's a great human, but I love them making fun of his singing on the demos, especially Story of Tonight, where it's just four of his, his different yeah. voices that all sound terrible. And you wonder how this musical ever came to be made in it's, the first it's, place. It's all Alex Lacamoire. It's Alex Lacamoire getting these demos and being like, okay. <laughs> Let's make these into something. <laughs> and he comes up with magic. No, that's Pip that's um Pippin. So when when uh Zero was like I would hire private investigators to find my mom was there any part of you that was like i don't know if you want to do that man so grown-up me was like yeah oh your mom left you and does not want to be found and doesn't ever want to find you again she abandoned you and you're going to be very disappointed this is going to go bad for you yeah Yeah. but of course it's a disney children's movie and she was looking for him too i legitimately almost started crying at that a lewis sacker do you do you know like what a feat that is that at this this stage in my <laughs> mental health. Oh, I started weeping when Barfbag got bit. I was like, he does hate sticking holes. I hope he survived. We never hear back about him, you know? They're just like, oh, he'll still be at the hospital. And then he just never comes back. And that's all How long do him. you think old Even Stevens was there for? Um, A couple, I, probably a couple months. Yeah. I'd say maybe three months. Yeah, I don't know. I think I, guess, he, we, I, I think in the book, it was like a decent amount of time, like a, like a couple months, long enough for him to like see physical changes in himself. I believe that. Yeah. Oh, the, that's the, like a random tidbit I remember in my brain is that like, yeah, in the books, he loses a bunch of weight, but yeah. the movie directors were like, we're not going to have a child actor gain a bunch of weight for the start of th- for this role and then lose it all throughout the process of it. He's just going to be Shia LaBeouf. You know who I love? Also, at the end Shia of the movie, in there, while they're doing the credits, it says, introducing Shia LaBeouf. I know. Isn't that wild? It's his first movie. I know, but he was even Stevens for like 10 years. Yeah, yeah. And, and to me, that matters literally is nothing. You nothing. never, you, I understand you never watched an episode of the show, but you never like heard of it i had never heard of it no the only reason i know that we went to the moon in 1969 is because of the musical episode of even stevens where rin has to do a a report and the only thing she can find is that we went to the moon in 1969 and she makes a whole song about it and it's like we went to the moon in 1969 not 1968 but a year later and then she gets an F and then she wakes up because it was all a dream. Yeah, I remember going so, back to fifth grade and being like, yo, this movie was sick and talking about it with all my friends who also saw it that weekend it opened. And they were like, oh, yeah, it's the guy from Even Stevens. And I was like, the guy from what? Were you like, are you talking about John Voight from uh, The Don't Champ, it, 1979? No. Talking about Sigourney Weaver from Alien? From from what was Sigourney Weaver in? Ghostbusters. Alien. Ghostbusters. That's yeah. what it was. It was Sigourney Weaver from alien? Ghostbusters. She was an alien, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. But when I was 10, I knew her from Ghostbusters, not from Alien. With Sigourney Weaver from Finding Dory. <laughs> Hadn't been made yet. With Dulé Hill from Psych. That's the only role I know him in other than uh, He was this. in the West Wing. With Sigourney cool, Weaver from it. Galaxy Quest. I had also seen Galaxy Quest. With, I don't know, I'm out. Henry f- Winkler, what? <laughs> yeah. What's he doing here, man? That's what I was asking about literally all of the adults in this movie. I was like, how did you get here? How did no, Disney I love Channel land Sigourney Weaver? Well, it's not Disney Channel. 
It's okay, Disney, whatever. With that Disney, they spent money. twenty million dollars on this movie about kids digging holes. You know digging what the set cost? Oh, nothing. Oh, I don't yeah, know. It's a they desert, and then we photoshopped some holes into it. Oh, uh, see, I was dumb thinking that they had to. I was like, no, they definitely had to pay some people to go dig a bunch of holes. I don't well, they think they had to pay them to dig a non-zero amount of holes, but like, I think they paid a tractor to dig a non-zero amount of holes. <laughs> yeah, I don't think a person could dig a perfectly circular hole with a shovel. Yes, they can, and Tyler's going to prove it next week. It can't, especially can't do it out of loose. Dry, hot beach sand. Yes, and he will. You need I really some wish level, that we had you done need this. Some ab- level of like moisture. <sighs> no, 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 no. I just wish that we had had this conversation a month ago when I was about to go to the beach because I 100% would have committed to to digging a hole. And I know Tyler isn't going to because he doesn't commit to dumb jokes like I do. Also, it's a, so it's a, they're like 16 years old or whatever, right? No, I guess mm-hmm. they got to be younger than that. Uh, it's definitely a variety of because well, so like, zero is going to be like 12 like, or something. Yeah, so here's the trick. Young. This, these holes are five foot by five foot, but not a single one of them can see out of the hole. Yeah, correct. That's true. All of them, all of them are shorter than five feet tall? Yeah, even Thresh. What? Do you mean the armpit? The one that's like, I got paranoia. Thresh is from the Hunger Games. Yeah, but <laughs> and that's all I thought of. How did you get Thresh? I Finnick think it was O'Dare. Zigzag. Finnick O'Dare was not in this. Mm. But like, those mm. dudes were pretty gangly. Like, not one of them could see out of these holes. Like, it, it completely, Stanley stands up and is like, oh, so you yeah, gotta think, if you dig a five foot hole, hole, you have two feet of, 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 of hole on the outside. What do you mean? If you're seven feet tall. No, no, no. If you dig a five foot hole, where does the dirt go? Around the hole. In the piles. Hole. Yeah, in somebody else's hole. <laughs> and where does their dirt go? <laughs> right, but it doesn't make a perfectly circular straight up and down. Y'all don't know how f- dirt works, apparently. I hate this. Yes, it does. I will go in my backyard right now. I won't. You don't have a backyard. Yeah, I do. You do? Yeah, I have a I have a deck that is the size of my old apartment, and we have a screened-in porch. And yeah, I'm in like a house. You moved? Yeah, I'm gonna kill I you. This actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was the same weekend they took down all the monuments. Yeah, and I was trying to freaking move out of my apartment, and I was like, I I can't get. I, I'm trying to. I, did they? So what? Did they put it back? The monument? Yeah. No. No. It was like remove. Okay, so here's how the pr- the monument removal process in Richmond. Uh, the past general assembly they voted that they were going to allow local jurisdictions to make the decision on city monuments, which on Monument Avenue is five monuments. Robert E. Lee is state owned. The other ones are city owned. So that means that Richmond City Council had the decision as of July one to remove the monuments, and they had already like voted beforehand and were like, yeah, we're gonna take them down. So on July 1, when I'm moving out, they get a crane out there and remove Stonewall Jackson. And they removed Lee too, didn't they? No, no, Lee is still there because he's state owned and there's a whole lot of um, like legal Yuck. things happening with people who are butthurt over it. Legal. But all of the other one, no, leave. Um, yeah. The only one, like Seagull. the only monuments right now on Monument Avenue Go! are Arthur Ashe and Robert E. Lee. It's very, it's like very, I mean, it's weird in a good way, but like it's weird driving down now and being like, that's an empty pedestal. That's, that's different. But I'm real excited because I'm a huge fan of public art and I'm like, these better lead to some dope ass public art installation. I seriously doubt they're going to. What do you think of Arthur Ashe? Huh? Are you a big Arthur Ashe fan? (sighs) 
It's not it. So here's the thing: is they re I I wouldn't care about it if they hadn't renamed Boulevard Arthur Ashe Boulevard, where the Arthur Ashe Monument does not live. The intersection of Monument Avenue and Arthur Ashe Boulevard was Stonewall Jackson, and the intersection where the Arthur Ashe Monument is is Roseneath and Monument Avenue. And you would think that they would rename Roseneath Arthur Ashe Mo- whatever Avenue. No, I like I like the idea of really sticking it to Stonewall Jackson here. And I understand how that'd be confusing for a local, but for a tourist, I'm a fan. It would be very confusing for me as a tourist visiting, yeah, but as a tourist what, not there right now. I think it's dumb. I think they should either switch Arthur Ashe Boulevard to Roseneath, where Arthur Ashe is currently sitting, or just move Arthur Ashe to Arthur Ashe Boulevard. Right, but you can't you, you know? can't move the boulevard. Like you can come to Roanoke, where 220 becomes Franklin. No, becomes 49. No, 419 becomes Franklin becomes Electric. Also, we have there's like a running joke. Is always electric. That the Arthur Ashe Monument was kind Try of poorly designed because it looks like he he has a tennis racket raised and there are a bunch of children sitting at his feet and it kind of looks like he's beating children with a tennis racket, especially on foggy nights. Roads roads have names and numbers, not either or. Whatever. But anywho, so that's the brief history lesson on Monument Avenue. Yeah. So the day yeah the day I was moving out of my yeah. apartment, I came to I did like my first load of stuff to my house now and then I. I went back to go to my apartment to get another load of stuff and the entire block had been blocked off and yeah. I had to like drive I had to like park illegally in an alley I almost got oh it was terrifying I tried doing a three point turn in an alley and I almost got my car stuck nice. like facing both of the full on Austin Powers <laughs> and oh, I was like God. I literally don't know what to do in this situation other than just completely destroy my car getting out of here and to do this it, day just, I don't know how I, I don't know how I got out of there but I was I also in Richmond that day working on a music video and and in the sum of 15 minutes, they put that that whole blockade up. Like, I had driven down Boulevard that way to go get something with a friend of mine and come back up toward Carytown. And literally, in the 15 minutes it took us to from, from point A to point B, they had blocked the whole thing off. And they were, like, getting cranes out. And I was like, are they pulling this thing down right now? My yeah. buddy's on, on and Facebook. Like, they are pulling it down right mm-hmm. now. And I was like, oh, God. And, and here's the thing, listeners, I'm going to tell you about, like, an official monument renew- removal process. Not the ones where, like, protesters go and pull them down. which scares me because those things are giant and I just don't want anyone to get crushed by a a bronze horse, you know? Like, that's not a good way to go. Anyway, an official... I I think that might be the best way to go. (laughs) An official monument removal process takes forever and you don't realize it because they have to, like, they have to add all the different straps to like they have to do it around the horse's two front legs and then the back legs and then the tail and then the butt and then around the person sitting on the horse and then they have to start like filing the first time I think they were just trying to like figure out how to do this and they were trying to file the hooves off of the thing and they were like just slowly going around like I stood out there for like two hours meanwhile I'm like having to go meet I'm parked illegal I'm having to go meet my family for something. I was supposed to be there half an hour ago anyway. I still have stuff to pack up for my apartment. And I'm like, can we speed this up? Also, there was a giant storm rolling in. Huge claps of thunder and lightning going on. We're standing next to a giant metal crane. It was a very stressful situation. And I went in. I finally was like, I have to go in and pack up the stuff and leave. And in the, I knew as soon, I stood there for like two hours. And I knew as soon as I left 
they were going to do it. And that's exactly what happened. That's what's so wild to me about the whole thing is like the fact that the base of the monument, like the, the plate that the monument is on, like the, the horse hooves were attached to is so stuck to the plinth that they had to like rend the metal horse from its metal plate to get it off of the concrete. Well, see, that's what, th- that's what ended up like not happening is they couldn't get the hooves off of the metal plate. So they just took the metal plate with it. That's so, but like, th- that seems to me like the thing you would want to do anyway. They're, if they want to like, because the whole thing was like, they were going to preserve these and put them in a museum or whatever somewhere. The, if Just pick it, the damn thing up. Like how how much heavier is the metal plate that your giant cranes can't um, do it? And then a like, lot. Apparently a lot, turns out. And then like the next day they were posting on, um, they were posting on social media that like, oh, their cranes headed right now to um, Maury. And I'm like, oh, perfect. I'll head over there on my lunch break. Surely, you know, a couple hours from now, they'll be picking them up. And like within an hour, he was gone and down. And I was like, seriously? That was fast. Yeah, when you don't have a horse involved, apparently it's yeah, a lot exactly. easier. Although that yeah. definitely did deter people from trying to saw the legs off Lee. Yeah, but was that was them, funny because it was like a that, guy with like that, a nail that file. overnight. <laughs> people trying to pull the Lee monument down because they were like, this might be tougher than we think it is, and then, actually. And then at that point, Jefferson Davis had already been pulled down by people. Yeah. What, what, okay. Some of these I can kind of understand why we put up in the first place. You cannot convince me why we would put up a statue of Jefferson Davis. It's called He was the president. Of the Confederacy? Uh, Yeah, but like I'm not advocating for it. I can tell you that that's why people put it up. He was the president. There's actually a really interesting history behind like why these monuments came to be on Monument Avenue and it has to do with like designating. It's all Jim Crow stuff, isn't it? Yeah, and like it has to do with like designating this area of the city as like being for white people and like yeah so um remember how before we started recording i think we all said that oh yeah we've had people say don't talk about american politics no no we did this is not america also we said the opposite of that people people love the fact that we got political in the last episode oh but this is not like it when i do that so hi it's okay it's not just okay to not be racist you cannot be racist right you're not allowed to be in support of the confederate monuments anymore if you aren't supportive of confederate monuments on monument avenue in richmond that are no longer there stop listening to the show delete it i don't want your i don't want your yeah i don't want your patreon dollars I don't want you listening. Holes. Holes. Hector Zeroni was erased from existence because they were like, yeah, we'll just let him die. How satisfying, though, is that, like, like I said earlier, how all of these separate pieces come together. When he runs away and they're like, just throw his file away and he, it'll be like he wasn't here at all. And then when the uh, social worker people ask for his file... They don't have it because they threw oh, it's it away. So good. It's so good. We're putting and then they're Tyler like, Is to that Marion Hill? Marion Seville. Been a long time like, since El Paso, so, Marion. So I didn't was... know Marion was a man's name. And he goes, It, it ain't. ain't. And I've still never gotten any clarification over what the f*** that means. Is it, uh, right. Is, is Mr. Sir, like, trans? Like, No. His well, mom probably just picked the name before. And then but even like even as a 10-year-old, I was like, oh, so he know. used to be a woman? That Yeah, that was my thought as well, is that Mr. Sir. I don't know. Gave up being a man and you. gave up being, or gave up being a woman and gave up smoking. Maybe Maybe Hull's secretly programming to just accept people's pronouns. Right. If somebody says, call me Mr. and Sir, do it. Yeah. If somebody came up to me today and was like, you can call me Mr. Sir, and I'd be like, okay. Cool. Sounds great. Somebody today was like, call me Mr. Sir. I'd be like, okay, that's a cool nickname. I go if, by the general. Um, if I I'm the Lizard King. You know, looking, <laughs> you even looking, know my name. I'm the f- Lizard King. 
Looking back on this movie, I really just love um, how what a what a wonderful role model Kiss and Kate Barlow is. What a queen! I stand her. She. I don't know. She shot a lot of people. I'm yeah, not a big fan people. of people shooting not people. A, not a fan of no, killing. People. I love. I love it. She. She immediately just rejects everything about society that that all these men are telling her that she can't be with this one guy. They killed her one true love, and and she's she's done. And she goes and steals all of this treasure and doesn't even use it she buries it and doesn't and you will net that okay so so here's the thing once again about this movie being played constantly on the disney channel is in the pre in like the commercials that they would play to be like tonight uh we're showing holes i remember like all of the lines that they would put into the trip the like commercial to say that holes is going to be playing tonight and one of the lines was and you will never find that's it that's the end of the story that's the whole thing <laughs> i uh I have a lot of moments like that in my life. Like there's a part in the song, This Is How You Reminded My Nickelback, where you can hear the drummer putting his drumsticks together. Like like he's sitting there in his chair and he like puts his drumsticks together. It's not like part of the song or anything, but like you can hear like that satisfying wooden sound of drumsticks. I um uh there was a version of Who Says by John Mayer that I downloaded in high school off of that is the longest headphone cord I've ever seen in my life. Anyway, <laughs> I downloaded this version of Who Says by John Mayer off of LimeWire, and in the background at one point, you can hear, it. It's like, it's like right in a break, and it just goes, it's like JohnMayer.com. And <laughs> I thought that was like in the song. And then one day I'm at a friend's house, and that song comes on, and I go to say, like, there's the, the pause in the music or whatever, where he's not singing words, and I go, JohnMayer.com. And the music doesn't, and everyone's looking at me like I'm insane. And I'm like, oh, does that... I had a version of... Oh, oh, what is the name? Somebody told me by the killers that I downloaded off of... Livewire and put on my iPod and it would start doing the like thing at the beginning and then it would go K-Rock because <laughs> <laughs> it was just like ripped off the radio I guess somehow I, um... that was my my first record I have two of these my first recording of uh, Good Girls Go Bad would be like top 40 with Ryan Seacrest yeah I had a bunch of songs that had the radio inserts in them which is wild it would do it in the middle of the song too like they knew that I was stealing it in the middle of a song i make them good girls go top 40 with ryan seacrest <laughs> i um downloaded the harry potter audiobooks off of limewire nice i owned them the, i had them on cassette uh the the bad prisoner ones. of the, the prisoner of azkaban one that i got it looped like the first three chapters for several hours and it <laughs> took me a long time to figure this out because I was listening to it as I was falling asleep. And I would wake up and be like, oh, I guess I'm still, oh, I guess it's still on the first chapter. Okay, whatever, I'll pause it. And then the next day I would like, you know, press play again and go to sleep. And then I'd wake up and be like, oh, it's on chapter three. Okay. And then it would start over again at like chapter one. And I was, I was so, you have no, like, you know, when you're half asleep, half awake and you wake up at like 1am and you're like, I don't know what planet I'm on. And and then in the background, you have Jim Dale speaking Harry Potter words. And you're Harry. like, I think I've already heard these ones before, but Gryffindor. I can't be too sure about that. So oh, you basically, man. you 
have just spent your entire life gaslighting yourself constantly. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> I do that. I do, that is my whole existence. Uh, I had another one of these that drove me crazy. What was it? I hope I didn't forget it, but I'm sure I did. Well, you did. <laughs> yeah, sure I had I a lot of a lot of songs that did K Rock in the middle. That was that was a big one for me. Top forty with Ryan Seacrest. It never got that bad. It was. I know it was Good Girls Go Bad because I heard it on the radio driving the home one day, and I was like, "This is it. This is the song." And it was when like the single was out, but not like Hot Mess the album. Yeah, when Hot oh. Mess came out, I just bought it on a CD. Yeah, me too. Loved it. How am I hungry already? I ate two hours ago. I don't know. I don't know. Get some what, Taco What are you Bell. hungry for? What did you eat two hours ago? Have you tried hydrangeas? I had... <laughs> I had Taco Bell and hydrangeas for dinner. Pretty it's sure wild. those would kill you. I had, um... Okay, yo, What no, the hell does a hydrangea is, look like? This is a... It's a giant... F- flower on a giant bush that's i don't need to hear about that (laughs) i knew you were going to do that it's a weird word to spell oh Um, i know what these are okay no okay no no no. this is a very serious inquiry for all the listeners please at me what is your taco bell order because taco bell recently changed the menu and they retired a bunch of items and they took my item off of the menu rip beefy nacho griller and i don't know what to order anymore because i don't like like basically all the items all the burritos and stuff have rice in the i don't like rice in in my things cheesy gordita crunch beefy frito burrito and i like a crunch wrap that's fine but like that's hard to eat in the car which is no, the not. only situation to be it's the only to in the car. environment without getting <laughs> lettuce and sour cream everywhere. Are you Ooh. kidding me? No I've lettuce, never, no sour cream. Done. I've never in my life eaten gross. a crunch wrap without. That sounds great. Spilling. Taco Bell lettuce is the worst thing. So okay, so here's the so so it's everyone paper. tell me what is your Taco Bell order because I need I need new things to order now that they have. One time I got a um, ruined my life. One time I got one of those beefy nacho loaded grillers and it's good. I think that was what. No 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 no. It was the chipotle chicken one because it had sour cream in it. And I literally I That's bit into it and it was just a a whole bite cream. of tortilla and sour cream and nothing else. <laughs> That's the best bite. That's, no, that's what people it's don't not. understand. See, see that's, not. Th- that's the other thing I don't like about, like, Crunchwraps are fine, but I can't tell. It's probably, like, three times out of ten that I get a Crunchwrap where there's actually a sum- sufficient amount of, of beef in there. Cheesy gordita crunch. Okay. I will add that to my list of it's things It's so to good. Get. It's like it's like a soft taco with the spicy chipotle ranch with a chalupa shell wrapped around the outside. It's dope. Have you tried Doritos Locos Tacos? This is a rare situation where Cool Ranch is an acceptable choice. Yes, I have. Oh my Doritos. god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. It happened. I forgot about this. You, you just reminded me. It happened. They're removing the Mexican pizza. This is good that. or bad. This is I good. I go get it right now. This is good. They, they're removing the Mexican pizza. This is the thing I've talked about since like day one of this podcast. Is the Mexican pizza it's bad? The Mexican pizza. And it's and going away. How is it affecting you if you just don't order it? Because they take away everything I love and they leave the Mexican pizza. And now that's no longer true. The Mexican pizza is going away. Honestly, just like why did Taco Bell have to do this to us in the year of our Satan 2020? Because they change menu items all the time. The beefy loaded griller. I remember when the beefy nacho loaded griller first got introduced. I was like a sophomore in college. It's time. I don't know. It's been out. It's been out since I was like a senior in high school. (laughs) I was going to say since I was a (laughs) I was a sophomore in college. A junior in high school. Me and, and Sean Gervin went to sophomore. Taco Bell. Went to the KFC yeah. Taco Bell on the corner of um, whatever it was right there. Oyster Point. The whatever, thing the, and Nettles thing, Road. Yeah. Nettles Road and yeah, um, the like, and You lived there so long. You're such a townie. Um, we went to that one and 
I got a be- the brand new beefy nacho loaded griller, and I was like, this thing is dope. It's good. Okay, so tell me Rip. this. I was on Facebook the other day, and Sean that must be Gervin's- nice. Sorry. <laughs> Sean Gervin posted that he was on Twitch and drinking with some friends, and I literally was like, is this who I think it is? And in my brain, I was like, Sean doesn't drink, because when Sean was 20, he didn't drink, so obviously- now, eight years later, nothing has <laughs> a long changed. Time ago, he hasn't he hasn't grown or developed at all. He's the same human. Which, by the way, Sean, if you listen to this show, forget what I said about Paul Ferris. I yeah. miss you. Yeah. Not only was it against the law, it was against the rules at CNU. And he would have, like lost his scholarship. Yeah. Don't drink and drive, kids. I don't know. Just do the reading. You know what? Just like you go in on day one and they give you the syllabus and you see that there's all these pages you need to read and the teacher never says anything about it. Read them. Just read them. Just read them. If you're going to class online now because of of gestures wildly and your professor decides to be a dick about things, drop the class. Yeah, pass fail. You don't use the pass fail option. Find out how many. No, if your professor's, I don't know if you've seen this one going around. If your professor's uh, response to you saying you wanted to finish the quiz because your Wi Fi cut out is get better Wi Fi, drop the class, maybe sue him unless you unless the course is required in which case i'm very sorry and you will make it through this semester and you'll no, drop it anyway or take maybe it not, next semester or maybe you just professor. drop out of college i don't know take a gap year Who who's stopping you probably you because you want to get your education done while you can do nothing else but yeah it's never been a better also, time to go to school take- but also you can't go to school <laughs> <laughs> Why would you take a gap year in a year like gap years are famously known for seeing the world and experiencing life? Why would you take a gap year in a year where you can't see the world or because experience that's exactly life? because Probably. online schools are her or online schools horrendous and colleges are charging like not refunding dorm money and charging full about, tuition no, and professors are being completely incapacitated. We're not talking about this anymore. I mean, we are we, though. You brought, you asked why would you take a gap year and I answered you. No, so don't ask that. the question I mean, you don't want the answer. I mean, I mean, we're not talking about gestures wildly anymore. We're talking. Okay, so I've got good news, guys. About, I'm going but, to the beach next week. Do you know what the beach means? You're going to dig a hole. I will probably dig a hole. Man, nothing better than digging yeah, I mean, out of the um, You're the traveling beach, outside, of, outside of guidelines for gestures wildly. The beach means... Safe guidelines. Um, well, in my family, it means buying enough alcohol to stock a Costco. Mustache is what it means. It means no. I trim my beard. <laughs> Please don't. No mustache. Yes. Please don't. No. I listened to your brother yes. talking talk about his beach beard today. No. Who's the beach beard? Your, your brother Ben. Oh, it's beach stash. That's that's no, no, my no, 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 no. deal. No, no, Apparently, Ben is letting his beard grow Tyler, out and wants people to notice it. But Tyler, it, if it you do good. that, then you can't do bearded bros with babies and bows. Oh, dang. What is Me, that? Me Iron Sanctuary I will sent never be it friends. To, I sent it to y'all. In, what good is the I group chat it. if you're not going to read it? I don't know. Who's you it? haven't texted us back in three days. I've been having look, mental breakdowns. They happen. Is he cute? No. I legitimately, <laughs> I went to your TikTok yesterday to see if you died. Legitimately. So, um, what if I told you on recording that sometimes I, um, will not reply to my friends to see if they, like, what would happen if I died and I didn't text them for a couple days? How quickly would they catch on? And that y'all did my, not catch on at all. So, that is, what I caught on. Catch on. Legitimately, I caught on within eight hours the next morning. Also, no, when you, you should have... Sorry, when you had not responded to my hilarious TikTok, the next morning I was like, Mary Clay hates me or she's dead. And but, that went on so, for another that went on for another 36 hours after that. I just want you to know this. No, or sorry, 41 you hours, whatever. Know, you should have known. I was alive. I posted Tolkien about. I shared 
shared a meme. You auto-posted talking about it. You stopped responding at 10 o'clock, and that could have easily gone up at midnight, and then you died in okay, the interim. I posted because on you didn't, social media. On you, the... didn't tw- you didn't text us back. You didn't tweet. You didn't um, post in the Discord anywhere. You didn't You didn't tweet at all. Yeah, you didn't post uh, on Instagram. You did TikTok, and I that's did how post I learned on ins- I posted on Instagram yesterday. I, that, it, was after the, the, that was after your hiatus. Additionally, when I get like... like and my, I posted on my, Twitter my, two days ago. My personal barometer for am I depressed is... And in the Facebook... In the Tolkien About Community Facebook you, group. You tweeted, you tweeted like within 10 minutes of the last time you texted us, and I never heard from you again after that, and I thought you died. Anyway, please don't die. My barometer I sent you for, a for, Halloween TikTok and said, Happy Halloween, and you didn't f-ing respond. I don't know how to respond now. <laughs> I was worried about I'm literally, you. No, I'm literally not going to at all mention anything about that. So Anything about what? About what? 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 I'm confused. <laughs> anyway, I'm glad you're alive. I am also glad you're alive. Was, I'm happy you're both alive. Okay, no, but but you guys are literally the worst detectives in the world because if you were really that concerned, you like I posted in the talking about Facebook group. I posted on the Twitter. I Th- maybe this is why I wasn't. What, maybe this is why I wasn't doing detective work because I was like, yeah, she's alive. I can see all these. Yeah, I things. forgot about your brand socials. I checked your socials. I'm I'm plugged in. Also, I found out that you were alive because you TikToked. Yeah, I posted on TikTok. Like, oh, I just posted a, a great holes themed one today. Just now. Also, actually, go watch it now. I want you to. Watch I didn't it think now. you were dead. I thought you were mad at us. No. Yeah, I'm all constantly afraid. Like, I haven't made new friends since sixth grade. So the fact that you and I are friends is like, she probably hates me. She probably just... Okay, anyway, let's wrap up this episode on holes. Is it better than... Yes. The answer is yes for all of them. 10 Things I Hate About You, the movie starring Mary Clay Watt. Mary Clay Watt looks less like Julia Stiles than somebody else I know. So, no. Uh, Sometimes I'll go on a Mary Clay's TikTok and I'll just comment and be like, I didn't know Julia Stiles had TikTok. My favorite thing to do... In fact, one of my most frustrating... The reason I know that you hate me as a friend is I will comment on your TikToks the funniest jokes in the world (laughs) and you you will never acknowledge them. You won't like my creator. You won't reply. I, no, no text message being like, hey, my that was a favorite, funny one. That was a good one. My favorite thing to do is troll Tyler on TikTok. And this, I'll comment, like, I'll comment on his and be like, this, like. Mine are always so wholesome and kind. And you'll come I'll in and be say, like, don't you tell suck. me what to do. Yeah. You're, you're a mean person. Or, or you'll comment on one of mine and I'll say, who are you? <sighs> Uh, I write like golden jokes. Whenever I comment, who are you? I want you to know that it's always in the voice of the kazoo kid. The wait a minute, who are you? What kazoo kid? How do you not know about the kazoo kid? Oh my god. Okay. You're looking oh, you're talking about the kid that's this. like, hey, hey thanks. There, par- yeah, it's like, hey, partner. I just yeah. wanted to say thanks. It's, it's, it's a like somehow like after school special or yes, very clearly like a video made yep. for an elementary school music class in the 1990s nope. about the kazoo and somebody did like a compilation post of all of the funniest or weirdest moments from this video and yes. like there's one point where he goes like you're my special friend I'm gonna v- sing I'm gonna write a song for us special friend Yikes. poor kid man poor <laughs> anyway, kid he's like so where does this go on the big board Okay, it is it better than this? Does not go. It is not yeah, top it ten material. 
Because yeah. it's not better than 42, which is 13. Uh, it's true. So is it better than 10 Things I Hate About You? I think that's a reasonable place to start. Um. So here's my question. It, it is better than Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle. Or sorry. Yeah. Jumanji Welcome. No, no, the next level. It's better than Jumanji the next level. Okay. So we're in that same ballpark. Are you looking at it or do you just? No, I just remember that being 19 <coughs> or now that's 20. 27. Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle is 20. Oh. Your list is all over the place. Holy cow. This list is great. No, you need list. to do some reorganization. It's a great list. I would be, I would be, you know what, listeners? I will, I will post all the movies. We, and you know what? No, no I'm not going to do that. The problem is Mary <laughs> Clay <laughs> refuses to watch Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle, but hates it anyway. Listener, if you rank every movie we've reviewed this year, starting, if you're like looking at our pod bean list or a podcast list, it starts at She's the Man and goes to present. If you rank those She's movies. She's the Man should be one. You can tweet it's, it I at me. I think second to last. Followed by. It I, is second to last. The audacity. It's garbage. We read a bunch of good movies. <laughs> oh my God. There's a great TikTok sound. It's a, it's a girl walks out. She goes, the lion the witch and the audacity, and the audacity of, this, of bitch. this bitch and i can't wait to use it because i'm gonna do something about like c.s lewis when tolkien tells him that he made him into a tree in his books <laughs> <laughs> okay so we'll start at the bottom is it better than hocus pocus yes what about She's the Man? Yes. Scooby-Doo 2, Monsters Unleashed. Yes. I can't believe it. I just wanted to show Mary Clay how the bottom of the list is looking. Uh, okay. It's so better you said than it's Jumanji better than the next level. Better than Jumanji the next level. That is uh, 27. Is it better than Arrival? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mary Poppins. Nope. Yes. Oh, see, I'm in. I'm in the yes game here as well. Mary Poppins criminally underrated here. Well, Should the other thing 20. is you have Mary Poppins very low on this list. It's because it was only okay. Uh, no, you're just a hater for no reason. Okay, so we're actually about to get into a territory where I think, Ethan, you would say no a few times in a row. Is it better than James Bond's Goldfinger? No. Is it better than Unicorn Store? Yes. Oh. The, the more and more I, I think about Unicorn Store, the less I ever want to watch it again. I'm okay. surprised let you me, guys have Unicorn Store that high. Let, well, I really enjoyed it, but let me rapid fire a few real quick for you, just to see if Unicorn Scores, Store is an outlier. Uh, Fast and the Furious. No. Moana. No. Jumanji, Welcome Moana. to the Jungle. Uh, yes, uh, maybe. Campbell. Christopher Robin. No. Coco. Yes. He's better than Coco? Yeah, Coco's not that good. Disagree. I've had not had a single desire one day to watch Coco since we saw it. I've oh, seen Coco so many times. I love Coco. I put Olivia to bed with Coco all the time. Uh, okay, so we're going to go just below Mary Poppins. Sounds like. Criminally underrated. Better than Coco, for sure. He's way below Coco. Coco's 18. Mary Poppins is 25. Play the big board with us, listener. Rank all these films. Anyway, Mary Clay hates Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle, even though she hasn't seen it. It's hysterical. And by hysterical, so I mean slightly frustrating, but also funny. Just watch even, the movie. Just watch it with your eyes. It's very good. No. Oh my God, we're almost done with the year. We have like the rest of this month left. Listener, you have to rank all these movies. I need to know how close we were to your feelings. Do you guys know what the first movie of your next year of podcasting is going to be? Um, a very real something? chance it's like Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring. I was going to say, it's it, going it's either to be, be probably that. Fellowship of the Ring. You should listen to That's What I'm Told about by mary clay watt it's a hilarious podcast where comedian mary clay watt reads lord of the rings for the first time there's a preview for it right here only instead of playing the preview mary clay is just gonna like recite the preview no i'm kidding we're gonna play it that's what i'm talking about follows me mary clay on my first ever journey through lord of the rings each week a guest joins me for a chapter by chapter discussion of the books where I also make some bold predictions. My current theory is that it's gonna end like the movie Holes when Stanley is carrying Zero up the mountain because Madame Zeroni cursed his family. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's what I'm talking about every Tuesday wherever you get podcasts. That's what I'm talking about is sponsored by. <laughs> <laughs>
not sponsored by. It's produ- produced by. No. So that's what I'm talking about. Is a proud member no, of the WBNE a, network. I was making a, a sponsor joke. Oh. I was trying to go for a, a dear Hank and John. This podcast is sponsored by the inevitability oh, this... of death. No, we did a little bit of that early of... on, and people that's hated not it. A word. So I don't know what word I just said. Listeners, go back and listen to me try and say. Yeah, inevitability. This, this episode of Big and Eggs is brought to you by the slow march of time. So anyway, this, um, is brought to you by Camp Green Lake. This. Uh, <laughs> This has been an episode of Bacon and Eggs. Our graphics are by Vaishon Brandon, graphite.vmb on Instagram, and our music is by Andrew Scott Bell at andrewscottbellmusic.com. Mary Clay, any final thoughts? Dig Great. It no, oh, got it. Oh, cool. Where can we, we find you on the internet, Mary Clay? Dig it oh, 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 oh. You got to go dig them holes. Um, You can find me. Just don't worry about it anymore. Cool. All right. I've been Ethan Edschill. <laughs> He's been Tyler Carlin. She's been Mary Clay Watton. Until next week. Arrivederci. Always and eternity.